0: All right, welcome to this Faith Builders Church live stream. I am excited. I'm Pastor Paul. For all of you out there who don't know who I am, uh, my wife and I are the executive pastors here at Faith Builders Church, and we serve under Pastor Barb Pruitt, the senior pastor here. And uh, I'm, I'm gonna kick off a brand new series called Righteous Living is a Choice. Let me say that again righteous living is a choice we have to understand that we are the righteousness of god through christ jesus and you think well okay yeah no because of christ we are the embodiment of you know the righteousness of christ and i i understand that and that's all good but i also want to say this that just because you're embodied with it doesn't mean that you think about it, you have a mindset about it, that you choose it. And we're going to go through some scenarios uh, this evening because righteous living is a choice. And it has to be a conscious choice that we are constantly making because things are going to happen in your life. Things are going to happen where where uh, things didn't go the way you hoped. But what I'm here to tell you is, is that righteous living is, is, is a way of living in the kingdom dynamics, the supernatural dynamics that Christ accomplished on the cross for you, for me, for anybody who would believe. And it's not enough just to believe in Jesus as your Lord and Savior. It's a conscious choice to live a righteous life. And yes, there's going to be things you're going to have to do. Yes, there's going to be things you're going to have to clean up in your life. But there's a whole other dimension that we're gonna go into that says, okay, you know, I'm doing my best now and you know I've cleaned up my life and the the major sins of you know are no longer part of my day to day and, and you know what, I'm attending church and I'm tithing and I'm doing the things that God's called me to do and I have a sense of meaningful purpose in my life because of of Christ, and you know, you're you're living this this good life. But just because you're living the good life doesn't mean that trials and tribulations and circumstances aren't going to come and try to derail you from righteous living. And I think we all can relate to what I'm saying. Things are going to happen. And what I want you to understand is, is that righteous living is an abundant life. Again, there's nothing missing or broken. It's an overflowing life. This is the way the Bible talks about this. And we've got to realize that this life is a life that Jesus said, I have come that you might have life. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. But life more abundantly. And so what that means is, is that your finances are abundant. That means that your relationships are abundant. That means that your health is abundant. That means... All of the things that are are part of this righteous life. But if I'm not careful, things will happen in my life that want to distract me into being deceived about the fact that this is the way things are in the natural over here. But in reality, no, I don't have to choose that. I can choose righteousness. I can choose abundance. ...through righteousness. And so when that thing goes awry, I don't get fixated on that. I immediately grab a hold of what the Word of God says about that situation... And I don't participate in the lack of it. You see, the devil is the deceiver. He wants to deceive you from all the truth that's found in righteous living. And he wants you to be able to explain away the reasons why, you know, so-and-so burned you, so, you know, that that you lost your job or, you know, the, the, the government, you know, took more than they should have in taxes or a million, million other things. And if you're not careful, you'll get into a blame game because you're focused on limits. You're focused on something that that is capped. You're focused on something that is is, is origin is from lack. And you say, Well, what do you mean? The origin of this world stemmed from the deception of satan who fell from heaven he said no things aren't going the way i want them to go and therefore i'm choosing a new way and you know what at the end of the day god wasn't going to have any of that and He kicked him out of heaven because of the deception because he was coming against this abundant life that god was providing for him but he chose to see things in a deceptive way I've heard a lot of Christians say, you know, I lost this or I lost that, and boy, the devil's going to pay me back for that. You don't want anything that the devil has. It comes from lack. It comes from from deception. Anything that the devil would own or anything the devil would possess is already uh, uh, tainted by deception, and therefore you don't want anything from the devil. Well, you know, but I want I want to get repaid for what i was lost. Then you go to God with that. That's a righteous choice that says, "Hey, I'm going to forgive my brother. I'm going to forgive my sister. I'm going to forgive my government. I'm going to forgive forgive. whatever's going on out there because no one can take anything from me except for that which I allow to go and I have to also realize that if I'm in a negative outcome it's not his fault or her fault or its fault it's me there's something in me that God is trying to reveal that is running the show under the show And God wants me to get that right with Him because most of the time when we lose something, it's right away. It's a very carnal thinking. It's very negative thinking. It's very limiting thinking. It's it's like, oh, there's only so much to go around and, you know, I got the short end of the stick and, oh man, alive, now I got to start all over. No, you don't start over. You go back to making righteous choices about your life because of the finished work of Jesus Christ where nothing's missing or broken in your life and you begin to declare over that thing, no, the word of God says this. And a lot of people don't get that far. A lot of people just go through the motions in a worldly sense. We are in this world, but we're not of this world. And you've got to come to the realization that there is a difference. There is a difference between a buying and selling system and a sowing and reaping system. Buying and selling was invented by the, the Babylonian system. And it's buy for as little as you can and sell it for as much as you can. The problem with that is it's not sustainable long term. What's interesting with God is, is he's all about sowing and reaping. He said, if you put one seed in the ground, I'll give you a hundred back. And so when you start to think of that, it's like, well, I'm taking something small and insignificant in my life, and I'm sowing that thing into good soil, like through your tithe and offerings in your local church. And I'm going to take that portion and put it in, the smaller portion, and somehow not enough is going to produce more than enough. That is a righteous choice. That is a choice that will lead you to success in every area of your life. You know, forgiving someone or having a kind word for your spouse instead of the, you know, backbiting and, and back and forth nature, right? It's how do I think of my spouse? How do I think of my finances? How do I think of my health? How do I think of my church? How do I think of all these things so that I'm not making it about what I can get and what I what they can give me in return and, 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 and all that? No, no, no. I don't live in a system of buying and selling. I live in a system of sowing and reaping and something as simple as a kind word to your spouse when you would rather do something else right worldly can stimulate this incredible supernatural power that christ has given to you so let's get into some scriptures here so we can really start to see what i'm talking about romans 12 verse 1 through 2 and it says so dear brothers and sisters I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all, here, you've got to grab this, because of all the work he has already done for you. It's already finished. But if you don't choose it, it, you're not going to walk in it and you're not going to receive it. So he says, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of everything he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. Where is the acceptance of God? The acceptance of God is to become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, a brand new creation in him. And to be acceptable to God, he's going to want you to live as if what he says in his word is true, no matter what the circumstance, no matter what the situation. Because you should not only demand back what you lost, through the word of God, not going back to that person and all of the infighting and all the things that can occur there. You should do everything you can do to hold that person accountable, but you should also say, God, I need you to do what only you can do. I choose a righteous life right now to restore what was lost, but also, you got to grab a hold of this, abundance more, more than the loss." I don't want just what was lost. I want what was lost, and I want interest on that thing, and I have the scriptures to back it up. You will become acceptable to God, not because of how good or bad you are, but because of the finished work, everything he has already done for you. This is truly the way to worship God. You know, sometimes we worship God and, and it's all about lifting our hands or singing a song or clapping our hands or dancing or all kinds of other things that we call worship. But at the end of the day, if you aren't counting every area of your life as worship to God, you're limiting. Again, this is a limiting thing. It's a mindset thing. You're limiting what God can do for you. Worship is more than singing the song. It is a life that you live for Him and Him alone. And you don't play games with people. You don't play games with circumstances. You don't play games with the government. You don't play games any longer. You are now ready to go from drinking the milk every day, right? Pushing the the bottle through the mustache, and into now it's time to eat the meat, the meat of the Word, the revelation of the Word, the stuff that's going to make you stronger. And this is what choosing a righteous life is all about. It says in verse 2, Do not copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a brand new person by changing the way you think about what's happening and getting a mindset of, Righteous living and choosing it over and over and over. More than the circumstance, more than the loss, more than the good, more than the great, even. Even sometimes your life can start to really start to grow and it's awesome. No, Christ came that you might have life and have it even more abundantly than that. So you have to continue to choose righteousness in every area of your life. And it says, then you will learn to know you got to hear this. God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Now, listen, for God to say good, pleasing, and perfect, that, that's something beyond me. I know it's hard to believe, but I, I fall short of the glory of God every single day, uh, both in ways I know and in ways I don't know. But when you can grab a hold of the concepts of identifying limiting thinking as it pertains to anything in your life, and you can begin to say, okay, I'm not going to think like that anymore. I'm going to depend on everything God's already done for me, and I'm going to accept the fact that I'm good, pleasing, and the the real difficult one is, is perfect. Well, perfection means that there's nothing missing or broken from that thing at all ever. There's no lack. There's no deception. There's none of those things because you are taking authority of your own life through the righteousness that Christ has provided to you to walk in all the days of your life. You are completely, perfectly restored to the image and likeness of God that God created Adam and Eve out of. Jesus restored that for you. And you've got to grab a hold of this, because if you don't, you're going to walk through life and you're going to be reacting to everything around you, not understanding that you've been given this incredible gift of righteousness to walk in all the, good, all the days of your life. And when I'm talking about righteousness, I'm not talking about something you can do for yourself, other than to make the right choice, to believe, to shift your thinking into, oh, wait a second here, I'm not going to slip down that slippery slope, I'm not going to let anything come between me and that person. I'm not going to let anything come between me and, and living a prosperous life. I'm not going to let anything get between me and living a healthy life. I'm not going to get anything between me and my spouse, in my relationships, and on and on this thing goes. No, it's perfect, but you've got to choose perfect. And the more you'll choose it, the more you'll find that you'll receive in the kingdom dynamics, Right? walking in the supernatural power of God rather than your own strength because there's two kinds of righteousness there is righteousness of God in Christ Jesus and there's self-righteous self-righteous could mean I can go out and I can achieve things and I can do stuff and I can buy stuff and and all this kind of thing and I man my life is a success your life is not a success without the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I don't care how much you have. I don't care how much you don't have. I don't care if you're somewhere in between. I'm here to tell you as a man of God, you need the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus to be a daily choice for your life, a moment-by-moment choice for your life, so you're not living in the, de- in the limiting, deceptive nature of worldly thinking that's gonna limit you in every area of your life, and you're gonna to learn to settle, and you you'll just become you know a, a Christian and one foot in 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 the kingdom of righteousness and one foot in the kingdom of of the world, and you're gonna be wondering why aren't things working in my life? I'm gonna go so far as to say because I I learned this and I live this that I put a demand on God's word, and He said, "Whoa, wait a second! You can't put a demand on God's word." Listen, at the end of the day, if God cannot lie, and He has put this in the Word of God, then my ability in Christ is to demand that come alive in my life. That's not going too far. God wants to have you in a good, pleasing, and perfect life. And if you're not going to choose that, if you're not going to fight for that in your life, then it's not going to happen for you. God wants to pour out His whole spirit, His, His Holy Spirit upon all flesh in the end times. I believe we're going to have to start making choices for righteousness, right standing with God, and not right standing with the stuff I have. because I promise you, no matter how much you can accumulate it, it is at risk. Somebody somewhere is going to try to buy what you got or get what you got at the least cost to maximize what they can get, and next thing you know, you're standing there with an empty pocket and wondering what in the world just happened. You think, oh, I don't believe in any of that. You know, whatever. You just haven't been on this planet long enough. You just haven't been on this planet long enough. And your self-righteousness is not just, you know, to protect what you can accumulate in this world. That's just one one piece. But it also means that you should choose when that one piece has things missing and broken. Man, I'm I'm crying out to God. I'm making a choice right now. I ain't going to continue to work for this wage i ain't going to continue to have my marriage in shambles i'm not going to continue to have my kids running around and doing all kinds of crazy stuff and you know in the world and everything else i'm not going to do it i'm going to be perfect in my life and the perfection in me is going to emanate into every person i come in contact with this is the good news of the gospel of jesus christ there is nothing missing or broken in that gospel I'm going to read another scripture galatians 2 verse 20 my old self hallelujah has been crucified with christ my self-righteous failed self hallelujah has been crucified with christ praise the lord it's no longer i who live but christ that lives in me that's a declaration of righteous living you could confess this scripture over your life every single day And it says, so I live in this earthly body by trusting, hallelujah, not in myself, not in the circumstances, not in the situations, not in any of those things. I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave everything that He had to me. I can assure you of this. God is not up in heaven wringing his hands, wondering where he's going to get your next mortgage payment, where, 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 where you're going to find a job that you love to go to every single day. He's not worried about it. He's, it's already done. It's already complete. And, and, and every time you choose righteousness towards those things, the more you're going to find the word at uh, work in your life supernatural events occurring finished works occurring constantly renewing constantly restoring you to to believe and to trust trust god i mean what is a relationship with god without trust and i'm not talking about passive trust well, you know, praise the Lord, we're praying and we're just, you know, we know that God's going to do something in our lives and, you know, we're, we'll just, you know, just, just, we're just going to hang in there and, 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 you know, some way, somehow, you know, something will happen, you know, when, it, when the timing of God is right and this and that and the other. Now, God wants you to, to, to get out of passiveness as it relates to righteousness, want you to pursue it with everything you've got give everything you are to it so that you can become something brand new in jesus christ well i tell you (laughs) this is a great introduction uh to the rest of this series and i i just pray and hope that you can finally get this. Like you, you can start to get up with a, a mindset that says, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, and I choose that today. And, and the first thing that comes to your desk that says, hey, you, you this, this is missing and broken, you say, praise the Lord, hallelujah. That's revealing a deception in me that's even created this to even have an opportunity. But it's also here to be a catalyst for me to change, for me to take this thing, go back to the word of God. What does it say? about this and begin to apply that to my life and choose righteousness well it's time to close this service this time has gone way too quick but before I do I want to make sure that everybody has the opportunity to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior it all starts with a simple prayer that you may not even feel like you're qualified for but welcome to choosing righteousness right here this is the beginning right here. We just we say this prayer, you mean it with all your heart, and then you get up the next, the next day and the next day and the next day and the next day and remind yourself of what you did so that you can develop this righteous state in you, the, the righteousness of Jesus Christ over time. So let's just say this prayer together. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I thank you for making me the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. A brand new creation in him. Nothing missing or broken in the finished work of Jesus Christ in my life. Jesus, I make you the Lord of my life. Holy Spirit, I invite you to live inside of me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Hey, if you receive Christ uh, as a result of saying that prayer, put something down in the feed or connect with us in some way. There'll be ways to connect with the church right down in the feed that you're seeing below this video. We'd love to hear from you. I'd love to see you here at Faith Builders Church, the, the, the physical plant here. I'll tell you, more and more people are coming back. We're offering uh, outdoor services on Sunday morning, both at 9 and 10.30. So if you prefer to be outside, we have uh, seating out there, video and audio, all set up for you. Uh, We're maintaining both services in the sanctuary as well. So there's plenty of room to spread out and be safe. But it is now time to come to church. The altar experiences have been absolutely phenomenal. I know many of you out there are looking for someone to lay hands on you, it's been a long time. Uh, we have hand sanitizer here that we, we sanitize our hands with. We wear masks to protect. And uh, it, we, had, we have been actually having altar calls, praying for people. And there's been such a demand for this and such a move of God to meet people's needs through their faith and coming week after week after week. So uh, in addition to that, reach out to a friend or a family member that comes to church here and say, hey, why don't you come on back to church with me and we'll do this in a safe way, okay? Otherwise, God bless you. Pastor Bard's going to have an amazing message just for you on Sunday. So uh, come on out for that. Otherwise, God bless you all and continue to choose righteousness.